0: Title of the message, if you're taking notes, Christ or Miracle? I want to read in the Passion Bible, Luke 1, 26 through 35. Bear with me in my reading. During the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, the angel Gabriel was sent for God's presence to an unmarried girl named Mary living in Nazareth. A village in Galilee, she was engaged to a man named Joseph, a true, a true descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Rejoice, beloved young woman, for the Lord is with you, and you are anointed with great favor. Mary was deeply troubled over the words of the angel and bewildered over what this, meant, this may mean to her. But the angel reassured her, saying, Do not yield to your fear, Mary, for the Lord has found delight in you and has chosen to surprise you with a wonderful gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy. That alone would have shook you up. Especially back in those days. Mary, for the Lord is a delight for you to choose and surprise you with a full gift. You will become pregnant with a baby boy, and you are to name him Jesus. He will be supreme and will be known as the son of the highest. And the Lord God will enthrone him as king on the throne throne of his ancestors, David. And he will reign as king in Israel forever, and his reign will have no limit. Mary said, but how could this be for I still am a virgin? Gable answered, the spirit of holiness will fall upon you and almighty God will spread his shadow His shadow of power over you in a cloud of glory. This is why the child born to you will be holy and he will be called the son of God. Then it goes down in verse 38. Then Mary responded saying, Yes, I will be the mother of the, for the Lord as his servant. I accept whatever has for me. May everything you have told me come to pass. And the angel left her. Could you imagine? But see, this had to take place in the way it took place because he is our miracle, folks. And when you see, there's over 300, 300, I don't know, 24, 334, something like that, prophecies about his coming that have been fulfilled whenever he came as a baby. Hard to even imagine that if one prophecy is fulfilled about any of us, but yet he came as as perfect. In Isaiah 7, 14, it says, a virgin will be, in Isaiah, which was written in 300 B.C., 300 B.C., it says, a virgin will be with child and bear a son. She will call his name Emmanuel, God with us. Amazing when you think about what took place in that. Actually, I was wrong about that. Uh, no, it was 300 years. No, it wasn't. John, do you know this one? John, where are you at? John would know. John's not in here. He's helping with cookies. Helping with cookies. I've, got, I've got wrote down 300. I don't know why I've got that. Oh, that's the number of prophecies. 740 BC. That even makes it more extreme. Could you imagine? Someone getting up and prophesying about the coming of someone 740 years prior to. Folks, he's a miracle. John 1.14 says, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us and behold, and, and beheld his glory. The glory as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. But, you know, the miracle took place. And what, what was the miracle? There was a seed planted inside Mary, not from a man, but from God. Luke 1.31 says, And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call him Jesus. See, Jesus, Jesus had to be perfect. Why? Because in the Bible it tells us in Leviticus 1.13, a male without blemish must be sacrificed. It's an interesting thing, and before I get really get into it, Jesus was born in Bethlehem and we know that. But do you know that the location where he was born was where they raised the sacrificed lambs? It wasn't just a it wasn't just a barn. It was an area set aside for the lambs to be raised and taken care of, so they would have no blemish and no spot. That is the barn; we call him a barn. That is the manger where he was delivered in. I mean, right there. That alone would be a miracle if you would think about what's going on. To think that all all of the earth that we've got, and he was he he was conceived in in a different area, but he was delivered right there in that same shelter where all the sheep's and all the lambs were raised to be perfect and spotless and they would be used as a sacrifice. In Hebrews 9.22, it says, Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. It was just the custom of the Jewish people. This is what we did. This is how we do it. As a matter of fact, they're still believing for the return of the Lord. There is At this point, they are raising sheep and, and animals right now for sacrifice that are perfect like that over in Israel right now in the midst of all the chaos this is going on. They think he's still coming. We know he came, and we know he came as a baby and as a miracle. It's an amazing thing. But see, the part with this is, as you, if you listen to me when I read the scripture, Joshua was out of the house of David, but Joshua was not the father, and he had to be raised through the lineage of the house of David. Joshua was just there to take care. Joshua was not was not the answer. Second Corinthians five twenty one says, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. We had to have a spotless, perfect sacrifice. And what's interesting about this, and I it was kind of a, a revelation for me as I as I studied for this, I've always said, and we know, he came as a man. He came as a human being. And I've always said, well, you know, uh, he had all the temptations because the Bible says he had all the temptations. But do you know why he was able to be sinless? Because he didn't have the seed of Abraham. Now follow this. You and I, every individual on this earth, comes from the seed of Abraham. Abraham was, not Abraham, but the seed of Adam. Adam was the problem because Adam sinned. You then got that sin nature. Jesus never had that sin nature, but he had a free will. You don't have, I'm getting ahead of myself, but you don't have the sin nature if you're born again. Well, you all got quiet. Yeah, but I do stuff all the time. That's because you're choosing the wrong thing. Don't get quiet on me. This is all good news. See, he came on earth, he came on earth as a man, but he came on earth without Adam's seed. He came on earth with the Holy Spirit's seed. He had what we what he give us. By faith and by believing, I am the righteousness of Christ. Am I in myself? Anybody has been around me knows that's not true. I, I was texting Donna yesterday, and I, I made a comment that I, I shouldn't have said about somebody. that I, It was just a joke. And she calls me Ronnie when she's talking to me, but when I get in the flesh, when I get in the atom, she says, Pastor, back in response. Well, it's because we have a choice. We have a free will. But so did he. But see, he had the answer to draw from. And without Christ, we don't have the answer. You, you're, you're not grabbing this. See, this is a miracle that took place. By him coming to earth and walking, he give us exactly. And then by him dying for all of our sins, because he died and our sins have been forgiven, you have been given the choice to make the right decision every time you make a choice. Because once you're born again, you have in your spirit the answer. Whether you have the answer or not, you know right from wrong. You've been told right. Every time the Holy Spirit speaks to you, He gives you the answer. He doesn't cut you down. He doesn't criticize you. He doesn't put condemnation on you. He's a good coach. He shows you the right way to shoot. He shows you the right way to walk. He shows you the right way to talk. He shows you the right, so you have it. This is what Jesus had every day he walked on the earth. See, that's how it was supposed to have been with Adam and Eve. They walked with the Lord in the garden, and all they had was the answers. All they had was the right thing to say and do. They chose, by choice, to take the thing they wasn't supposed to take and it turned everything around and the adam seed then from then on went to everybody from now on but the miracle is this all turned around for us genesis 1, 11 says god's seed let, god see, said let everything yield seed of its own kind that means that when i was born i had adam's nature you had adam's nature That's how it works. I have a pin oak tree in my front yard. This year, thousands of nuts fell on the ground. If I would have took every one of those and planted them and allowed them to get water and nourishment, I would have had thousands of identical trees that wouldn't be hickory. They wouldn't be dogwood trees. They would be pin oak trees. It's the same with you. You are sinful in your old nature. But you're not anymore because of Christ. That's the miracle. Once you said yes to Jesus, but, 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 I, still, but I still do things. Paul said that. The things I want to do, I don't do. The things I don't want to do, I do. That's because we have a nature and we've got to get the word and we've got to, get the, we've got to, we've got to fertilize that that's inside of us. We've got to read the word. We've got to, that's why it's so important to, to get this schedule and read it. One chapter a day until next year, you will read the entire New Testament. Just one chapter. Well, what's one chapter? It's the nourishment. It's the seed of how we really are of who I really am, I'm not really the, the jerk that says things that I do sometimes. I'm not really the person that makes mistakes. Not, that's not really me. I'm still in my old nature at times, but the more I'm in this, the more you're in this, the more you are who you are, who you really are. What a miracle. All because Christ came perfect and said, now, just believe in me your sins will be forgiven, and you have perfect come into your heart. He never, he never, ever, 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 since I was, when I was 12 years old when I gave my heart to the Lord. He has never, ever, ever, ever left me. He's always been in me. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the same one that, he's in me. I have the fullness of Christ I mean, we had a, we, miracles happen all the time. Doctor Craig had to cook these cookies that he. I don't even know where he's at. He's not feeling right good good right now. He's walking through the flu, but but he put on he put on these gloves so he wouldn't get no germs, and he put on this mask, and he had the phone stuck in his ear. And Betty, how do I do this? The miracle of Christ worked through Doc to make these cookies. This guy would have had a lot of trouble. Even though he put a little of a different flour in it. What was it called, Doc? Unbleached flour. But it ended up being unbleached bread flour that had yeast. So the cookies went, whoo, woo-hoo. But it was still a miracle. You say, well, that's, that's, a, that's an example. Probably not a very good one, but... It's an example of Christ walking in us and through us and helping us. He could have just got frustrated, went out to rosers and bought cookies that were already made. Nobody would have known the difference probably. Well, we might have known the difference. (laughs) What's my point? What a miracle to think that that this is all taken care of. Romans 5.12 in the New Living Translation said, when Adam sinned... Sin entered the world. Adam's sin brought death, so death spread to everyone for for everyone's sin. It's just a part of it. I want to read in the Passion what Christ did for us. 5, 18 and 19. Let me see if I can find it. Just as condemnation came upon all of those who transgressed, so through one righteous act, Jesus sacrificed the perfect righteousness that makes us right with God and leads us into victorious, victorious life is now available to all. One man's disobedience opened the door for all humanity to become sinners. So also, one man's obedience opened the door for many to be made perfectly right with God and acceptable to him. So then the law was introduced into God's plan to bring the reality of human sinfulness out of hiding. And yet, whoever sin, wherever sin increased, there was more than enough of God's grace to triumph all the more. And just as sin reigned through death, so also the sin-conquering grace will reign King through righteousness and imparting eternal life through Jesus, our Lord, the Messiah. By just believing, it's a done deal. Born in a manger where the Jewish custom was to raise the sheep. Born without sin, nature. I can't even fathom that, but that's how it's going to be in heaven for us. Barn in with no sin whatsoever to walk on this earth and every time someone said anything against him, he never took offense to it. Every time anything happened in his life, he he never, he he didn't, it's okay, it'll be okay. Why? Because he walked in the power of God that you have and I have. And it's so sad to see the world where it's at right now It's so sad to know that everybody on this earth could be walking in this if they would choose to do it. But yet now you've got people like they're hooked up with Hamas and all they think is the sin nature that's in them. They have no no answer except Jesus. They can Allah, Allah all they want. That's not the answer. That nature... That nature is a sinful nature that it just keeps feeding on itself and feeding on itself and feeding on itself and feeding on itself. And the more we all feed on our own self, you know what happens. You self-destruct. But when we feed on who we really are and think about the miracle that Christ did for us, then, then the answer is there. Everything is taken care of. Everything is taken care of. 1 Corinthians fifteen twenty-two it says, As Adam all die, even so in Christ all shall be made alive. Ha! Yeah. Ah. It's an awesome thing to, to realize what Christ has done for us. Another question in this, in this whole scenario is he's got to come, according to Scripture, that sinless person that came also had to come from the prophecies of the past, had to come out of the lineage of King David. Well, now, we read where Joseph come out of that lineage but, folks, he wasn't the father. We talked about that a while ago. But yet, where did that come from? Where did that lineage come in? Well, Mary, which was so interesting when you study it out, Mary, Mary came out of David's one of David's sons, Nathan. Nathan come out of the tribe of Judah. His mother, her mother, Mary's mother, come out of the tribe of Levi which is the priestly line. So out of, out of that, he did come out of the lineage of David through Mary in his, in his birth. So it's amazing when you look at the miracle that took place, look at what had to take place for all this to take place. See, God is an awesome God in your life. Every day of your life, there's things going on that he's got the answer inside your heart. Every decision you have to make every day of your life, that decision is in there to give you the right answer. I, I love in the book of James where it says, if you don't know the answer, just ask me, and I'll give it to you. I mean, that, when I, when I got the revelation on that one, why? Because you have the Spirit of God living inside of you, and you have the answer to everything that's ever going to go on in your life is built inside of you. You say, well, but I don't know it. No, you're not supposed to know it. He knows it. Making decisions of what you do and where you go and how you do this and how you do that. How do you, how do you know what's right and what's wrong? Well, you follow the peace of God. And then you move with the peace of God. And you flow with the peace of God. And if you get off track, it, it's no big deal because he's always going to make it for good. Because Why? Because the Bible says he'll make it for good. That's why it's it's, it's, so, more, it's so much more freeing To live in a surrounding and live in a a place of peace in your life, knowing that the miracle that took place that we're celebrating, I mean, what a, there's no better celebration than Christmas. Because if he hadn't came like he came, we would never have what we've got. You say, well, it's, it's more important that he died. Well, yeah, that's all part of the package, but he had to be here to die. So we're celebrating, and I got so tickled, I was, I was going through some, some stuff yesterday about the birth of Christ, and there's people, what are you doing celebrating when this is really not the date? Oh, give me a break. We're not celebrating the date that it happened. We're celebrating the action, that, that what took place in our lives. We're celebrating, it's no different, you know, when I give my heart to Jesus at 12, I had no clue what I did, not really at twelve years old i didn 't know anything about life. I just knew something happened and then i was, then I was in a church that never taught me that the Holy Spirit is not a ghost, that that spirit lives in me, or maybe it was taught that i didn 't pick it up let's let 's go that route i don 't want to cut down another church, but fact is. What a miracle to think that that God had this whole plan, put everything into action, put everything continually still making, never ends when you speak. What you get, you speak. Brad and I have been talking about this a lot. Uh, Folks, it doesn't, and I preach this all the time, wherever your thought pattern is, it's where you're going to, from the abundance of your heart, you will speak. Whatever you speak, you will get. If you're not speaking the truths from this, if you're not in line here, none of this is gonna work. Because if you're, not in, if you're not in line here, or let's say you're born again, but you don't live it. You're a carnal Christian, and all your thoughts and all your mind is on worldly things, and all your thoughts, you, you complain, you gripe, you grumble, uh, you gossip, you do all that stuff. That, That's what some of us do. Guess what that's going to get you? The problem. He died to take care of our problem, but he had to get here and walk sinless so that we have what we've got. But so many people say, yes, I'm born again, but they don't realize and have the revelation, but he's in you. And he's walking through you, and he wants to use you to touch hearts and lives of people. And we've got to get this in us to the place where we recognize when we do wrong. And we recognize what we've really got. And we study and recognize, I'm not an old sinner. I've been made righteous, and I can overcome. And he never leaves me. And like Monica said this morning, he supplies all my needs. Well, yeah, but I don't have anything. Then quit thinking about not having everything and think about having everything. Think about what the word says. I have everything I need, I have, every, I have it all. Lord, thank you that I have it all. Now what is thank you I have it all? That's faith. I don't have it yet, but that's faith. But I'm gonna have it, why? Because he says it. Why, because he came as a miracle. Why, because he walked perfect. Why, because he didn't have sin nature. Why, because he died for us. Why, because I just in faith trusted that. Why, because it works. It works, and you can call it positive thinking if you want to, but it works. Why does positive thinking work? And there's a lot of self-help books out there about positive thinking, but they're just using the principle that's right here. If you think nasty, you'll be nasty. If you think pervert, you'll be a pervert. If you think my needs are met, they'll be met. So many times people walk in fear rather than faith and that's what makes them over the ones that don't have anything. They step out in faith and try something and it works or they stand in fear and never do anything about their life. It's no different than exercise. Brad, without saying it, on me all the time. Dad, you've got to get active. You've got to get your strength back. Well, I'm... (laughs) I'm one that goes backwards. Here I've went through 44 things of radiation. I don't have the strength to hardly hold this Bible up. And I was over at his house shoveling in a wheelbarrow. Rock. I always go to the extreme. The next day I thought I was going to die. But I'm not going to quit. The first thing the doctor told me when I started with radiation, now listen, this is going to pull your strength terrible but you've got to push through it. You've got to keep, keep going. Why was he telling me that? Because it's the truth. Because if I just would have laid down, and I did that a lot, if, I'm still, if I was still laying down, you say, well, pastor, no, I'm just, I'm just trying, to, I'm trying to help you. Listen, we're celebrating Christmas. It's, it's so exciting. But you've got to know what happened. You've got to know you came perfect. You say, well, how did did Jesus, how did Jesus, how did, without sin? Well, he didn't have what we got. And and then we wait all these years to get born again. We got all this garbage behind us. You're better off to never know anything and get Jesus. Then you ought to walk, walk, walk your own self and do your own thing and do your own thing and I can do it and I can overcome and I can do it myself and I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. You better get I can do it out of your way. Only he does it. But find that Jesus did it, not as an example. He was just who we are. Can I say that again? We're not Jesus Christ, but we've got everything that he had. That's why he could put up with all the Sadducees and the Pharisees. That's why he could put up with the beatings. That's why he could put up with all that went on. We can too. You say, well, yeah, but, but you don't know what I went through. <sighs> Everybody goes through things it's trauma, but he's the answer every time, every time. He's the answer. And in prophecy, he's the answer right down to the lineage, right down to all the prophecies that have been before that he is, and he's coming, and it's for us. It's for us because we had to have a Savior, folks. Christmas is an awesome, awesome time. The song that Chris is saying is probably one of my favorite. Jesus is the only name. He is the only name. Let's stand. Father, we thank you. We thank you. You've got everything we need. You've got everything that takes place. Father, you Father, you died for our sins, but you had to get here first, and you had to walk through this crazy world. Father, I can't even imagine coming from a deity and stepping down on this earth. As corrupt as we see it now, it's just as corrupt then, because that sin nature was here, but you brought you made a way, Father, you made a way that we could walk in that righteousness. We could walk in that, that spirit of, of holiness. We could walk in making right decisions. We could walk and be a blessing to people. We could walk in obeying your word. We could walk in submitting to you as our Lord and Savior. Only because you came sinless, spotless, and perfect. We thank you for our Father. You died for us. The blood was shed. Never will we have to be shed again. We'll walk. We get to walk in that spirit, Father. Thank you for everything that's going on in our lives today, Father. We give you all the praise, and we trust in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, you up here? You're up here. Go ahead, John. Just start singing. Neil, come on up, bud.
1: I never thought that I would ever see the day when every single chain would break or hear the voice of heaven call Since the moment Shane i
0: in your life to where you can walk and talk and be what you're supposed to be. God is so good. Father, we thank you. Thank you that you've give us the you've given us the right seed. And now that we've got the right seed, day by day, there'll be no condemnation. Day by day we'll just adjust and change and follow the leading of your spirit in everything we do in our lives. And we thank you for it, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Call you blessed, you are dismissed. Hey everybody, announcement. When you go to get cookies, go through that door. Don't go through the kitchen. You're dismissed.